Have you ever thought of this? Is it actually possible to live in your house for free without having to pay a bond or anything like that? Yes, it is possible. I've been seeing a lot of guys doing different strategies and, uh, and I want to actually be able to tell you that you can live for free in your house. In this video here, I'm going to actually be telling you some strategies that I've seen that you can actually implement today potentially some of it without even putting in any money on the table for you to realize living in your house for free. So how best can you do that? My name is Tarai Jack, TJ, Investor of the Year 2019, an author who writes books as well. And you can get my book, boom, for free on my website. And uh, it will get delivered to you. Actually, it's not just, it's not buying it. You are actually just requesting for it. But let's jump on into talking about how can you actually live in your house for free let us assume that you've got a bond of ten thousand rand and you've got a property there's so many properties that i have seen uh, but i just want to jump into the fact that this obviously does not apply to all the properties your property needs to be in the right space for you to be able to realize living in your house for free now let's jump in into houses or the strategies that you can utilize to actually live in your house for free with an assumption that your house has a bond of 10,000 rand. Okay, let's jump into it. And we're utilizing 10,000 rand as a base. It can be anything. It can be 5,000 rand, it can be 1,000 rand, it can be anything, right? The first one or the first strategy that you can utilize is called Airbnb. A lot of us, we have seen and we have uh, been uh, shunning away from Airbnb because of the COVID. But the reality of Airbnb is that you can potentially have a house that you've got. And let's assume it's a three bed, two bath. And you can actually be able to let out, let's assume, maybe the one room, or should I say one of the bedrooms, and you can be letting it out for three, 500 rand a night. If you think that, hey, TJ, what you're talking about, you're smoking socks, well, go on Airbnb and see how much a room is. Maybe in your area, it might be even higher than that, right? So what it basically means is that if it is 500 rand and if you are occupied for 20 days, how much is that? And if your bond is 10,000 rand a month, What's the difference between the 10,000 Rand and how much you are banking on your Airbnb for 20 days, and that's just five days in a, in a week, and you are charging that 500. So that's 500 times 20. What's the mathematics there? Right, so that's one way, Airbnb. And some women like say, ah, you know what, TJ, no, I don't want to do Airbnb because people will come in and crunch on my space. I feel you. I am like one of those people, I do not want to be living with strangers, but here is another kicker. You might be staying on a property and this property here has a cottage. So it might be a one bed or a two bed, whatever the case is. This is the ideal property to where you can actually be living for free, especially if you've got multiple cottages. What do I mean by cottages? Right. Old neighborhoods, and this is a tip for actually for young couples getting married, looking for a house. 
this works for like a charm. I've got one of my students uh, who's actually now just bought a house, or should I say bought a stand in an area called Kempton Park in this area here, where he's bought a house, a three bedroomed house that is coming on one stand of about 1,500 square yard. In the front is his house and a swimming pool. And towards the back of the same yard is another three bedroomed house. But this time around, that house has got a jacuzzi in it. Ooh, so I said to him, where are you gonna stay, brother? Are you gonna stay in the swimming pool or in the jacuzzi? And he says, you know, my wife, she's cutting in between. But here is the thing. He is buying that property for 1.2. At the moment, at the time of recording this, interest rate was at the lowest, and we're talking about right about 78% at the moment. So you can calculate how much he's paying his rent. On top of that, the property that he's actually, he can, he can live in one and rent out the other. In this scenario, he can, he can get between anything between 11,000 and 13,000 for the similar house. And there is double entrance. There's the entrance to the main house, another entrance to the cottage, and they are separate. Mm. Can he be living for free on that property? You do the maths. I think so. Now, why am I saying that this might be a good idea for couples? Because you can actually be buying this property and have someone else who you, whom you're living with with the property also paying up. It can be actually for retired people. If you are retired and if you are in a space like this one and you've got um, a younger couple staying at the back, well, guess what? You're actually having your kids staying on the same property, but they pay your bond or potentially they're just paying you cha-ching in the pocket and you have long paid for that bond. So there's many ways you can do this. You get the idea. So this is why I enjoy buying properties in old suburbs because they present themselves with multiple opportunities. Imagine on this 1,500 square, if there were two properties, cottages, right? And including the main house to be the third property on the same property. Are there, are there houses like those ones? Oh yeah, I've seen them, lots of them. I love them, right? I love such kind of houses. For the point that you are buying one yard and you've got multiple living spaces, that's where the money is. Again, I want to come back to the scenario of Airbnb. You can actually let out that extra cottage on Airbnb if you want, or you can do long-term. You can do whatever you want. Whatever you fancy, the money will come through. And I want to talk to another strategy, and this strategy is well known as back rooms. So again, you might be owning a house, and this house here, it's got what they call back rooms. And these back rooms could it be anything from a bachelor to actually a full-on fledged cottage, or it can be a number of bachelors downstairs and upstairs, I've seen them all. Again, you can rent that out and that money can supplement your bond and potentially could be giving you some profit. I have got a friend uh, down out in Soweto and another one down out in Kalicha, and they have what they are calling back rooms. And uh, at average, their bond is between uh, 4,000 to 6,000 and their back rooms gives them 10 grand. 
Mm. Are they living for free? You do the maths. Right. Another strategy that I can also talk about here is that, and I'm talking here about the structure of the house, because you might be going out there and you're looking for opportunities and you're like, but TJ, when I'm looking for a property like this one, how do I know that this one I can actually live in it and live for free, right? The principle of it that you need to be open to be living with others. That's the first principle. The second one is that it has to be having multiple living spaces. So you have to have multiple living spaces in and around that particular property. So it might be a cottage, it might be extra bedrooms in your house. See how well can you make them private if you're not one of those people, you know, like me, I don't want to have people in my kitchen. I want to see my salt cellar the way I've put it. And I want to have my, you know what I'm talking about. You know, you know the people that are like finicky like me, but nonetheless, let's go on to another type of a property. This time around, this property here, it's a property that has, I've seen these ones, especially in the coastal side, the houses are sort of like on an elevated kind of like, so they got a downstairs and they're upstairs. I love those houses because you can decide where you want to stay. For me, I would go and stay on the upstairs and boom, I would then rent out the downstairs. What type of rental? It really depends on you. It really depends on your market. You can do Airbnb or you can do normal long-term leasing or you can do professionals, your short contracts and things like that. But you get the drift. All I'm saying is, number one, the house needs to have that extra space. Two, you got to be willing to actually live with others on your, on, your, on your property. What about security, TJ? You know, I have no any form of security around it. Hey, you can put in whatever security you want to put in. It's your house, you make the rules. Those that break the rules, boom, they go out. Simple like that. I'm hoping that this has actually been helpful. If it has been helpful to you, potentially you can be renting out, you can be bonding a house on 10 grand and you could be making anything from 10 grand to 12,000. Even if you are making 5,000, it is money that's coming through to you, a 5,000 and you just need now need to contribute 5,000. It's good money in my view. Hey. My name is Tara Jack. It's been great hanging out with you. If this has been of value to you, you can drop in some comments and ask any questions and we'll come back to it in terms of how this strategy can help you to live in your house for free. And if you've never subscribed, this is the opportunity where you can actually click on the subscription button so that we can get to as many people. And don't forget the notification button because each time we are live or we load something else, you don't have to miss it. My name is Tara Jack. It's great hanging around. Cheers. God bless. Goodbye.